Face out the system. Empower yourself. Grow food at home. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Grow Food at Home podcast, episode three. I'm your host, Jack Sanquist. And here at the Grow Food at Home podcast, we are striving for an abundant, sustainable lifestyle. That is our intention. So if it is yours as well, this is definitely the place for you. Very exciting. We are putting our focus there to hopefully manifest a future of abundance and sustainability. Cool. So today we are discussing my top five favorite fruit trees here in South Florida. Now, these are the five fruit trees. I, If I had to choose five trees out of all the fruit trees, these would be the five I would put in the ground. And this, this is the criteria for why. It needs to grow well. It needs to grow great. It needs to be resilient. It needs to not have any issues for the most part. That's number one. Number two is it needs to produce heavy. It needs to be productive. It needs to bear fruit. So that's that simple. It's got to grow well. It's got to produce well. Number three, it's got to be high in nutrients. It's got to, uh, it's got to you know, fulfill our needs as humans. If we wanted to just live on, uh, you know, on carbs or just fill our stomachs, you know, to the max, we'd just plant a bunch of yucca. Um, yeah, so yucca's great, but um, we need uh, we need a little more, you know, nutrient content in our lives um, for longevity. So number four is the last of the criteria: is it needs to taste good, it needs to taste delicious, and needs to be scrumptious. So that's my criteria: it needs to grow well, it needs to produce well. It needs to have a high nutrient content, and it needs to be delicious. <laughs> so this is what I took into account when I was choosing these five trees. Um, so I'm really excited because this is this is the list. This is the top. This is definitely what I go with. Um, I thought about it for a while. It wasn't easy. I had to leave some heavy hitters out, <laughs> but um, this is the five. Um, now I will say this probably this definitely doesn't go for everywhere else in the world. This isn't the list I would do for, you know, if I lived in Oregon or wherever, you know. And also even in subtropical like there's probably climate differences in an area of Costa Rica that where some of these won't do well. You know, I know that's a fact, you know, for some of these. There might be you know, in Hawaii, you know, there might be a better tree that just does its thing, um, you know, that would make the list and leave one of these out. So it does. this isn't across the board by any means. It's, it's definitely not perfect, but I will say I have planted many, many trees and observed many, many trees, and these are the five I go with. So to get right into it, the first one I would choose, and also I want to, I want to mention... Out of, for these five, we could only plant these five. All the other fruit trees are out of it. We could we could plant as many as we want of these five. I think that's important to note. So we can't. It's not like we can only put one in the ground. And that's all we got. 
we could plant several of each. Okay. So cool. So number one on my list, without a doubt, would have to be mango. It's just so good. I mean, we have the best varieties here in Florida, I'd say. I mean, I haven't I mean, I haven't been to India or any anywhere like that, but we are hooked up as far as variety goes. Um, so these mangoes grow great here. I don't know if you've driven around and noticed, but there's mangoes in all these old, you know, towns in uh, South Florida. Mangoes in every yard because they grow great. Um, they produce well. They produce every year. So I mean, some you'll hear that like sometimes mangoes have an on year and sometimes they have an off year. Like a lot of fruit trees, it's on and off. But for the most part, man, they just they produce every year. And if you had enough varieties, they would you would you would be littered in mangoes every summer, which is a wonderful thing. So, you know, nutrient content, it's, you know, it's super good for you. You can look it up. It is high in sugars, but they're good sugars. They're, uh, they're not processed sugars. And number four, they taste delicious. So, I mean, it definitely, it's de- like when people ask me, what's, what's a tree that does well? And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, they want my opinion on like what tree they should get. I tell them mango. I'm like, mango will produce great. Um, it doesn't, it's probably not the best pick for someone who's only down here in the wintertime because they produce like June and July. So they wouldn't be here when it's fruiting. But, uh, but, um, if you live here full time, I mean, for sure mangoes. Um, I will say a mango expert told me one time that mangoes, don't do so hot west of the turnpike. So I don't know if if you're not from Palm Beach County, Broward County area, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about, but that's important to note. Like you need to be kind of by the coast for it to uh, be kind of like super resilient, like plant it and forget about it type tree um, like I'm talking about. So I will say they might have issues like anthracnose and like some of these issues might exist if you if you're um, setting up your food paradise, you know, out West, like in the middle of the state. So it's just important to know. It's not like a 100% sure thing. Um, and it never is when you're dealing with nature. So anyways, that's something to know. But I mean, my friend, Matt, he, he, he has a probably like 60 mango trees, some, you know, so, something like that. He has a ton of mangoes. It's this big agroforestry system at his new place on the other coast, he said he planted them. He didn't even water them in. He just literally mulched them every now and again, you know, you know, obviously manages the space, but he says they just do their thing. Like, and his man, he's, he's pumping out mangoes. It's only like a four year old operation and he has insane abundance of mangoes. He hasn't even watered them. So that's super impressive. So number one is mango. Gotta have it. Number two, I had to do it, is jackfruit. Jackfruit is so delicious. If you haven't had it ripe, like the actual fruit, it is so good. It's like juicy fruit bubble gum. And, you know, a lot of people know jackfruit because it's like in vegan restaurants, it's like a meat alternative, um, which is cool, which is another, you know, way to use it. It's multi-use, which is cool. Um, but the fruit itself is amazing. So you could eat the fruit ripe. 
you could cook it like pulled pork, right? Um, you know, over a fire, you could do it big. And you could also use the seeds. You could eat the seeds. Uh, you could boil it. You could roast it. I've had it both ways. Um, very delicious. It's kind of like potato-y. It's like a, like a, like a dried, I don't know how to describe it. It's so good though. It's like you peel the shell and you eat the, the seeds. Um, so you could do, they, they're like 50 pound fruits. I mean, like they're like 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, they're, they're huge fruits. They feed a lot of people and, you know, there'll be 20 up in the tree and, you know, over the summer, you know, they produce, they you know, so jackfruit is for sure on there. Not just because it's my name, but because it, uh, it does the trick. It does the job. It grows well. You plant a jackfruit seedling, it'll just take off. It'll be bigger than you in one year. Um, kind of unbelievable, you know, so they grow great. They produce well and they're huge fruits. I mean, you could feed so many people high in nutrients. They're high in nutrients. They're crazy high in vitamin C. If you look it up, they're really, really um, high in vitamin C. And I'm kind of getting to the to the point, like I could really like tell when my body, like if if it if it's feeling good after I eat something, you know, I'm getting a little more tuned into that as I um, develop as a human. <laughs> and uh, I feel great after I go in on a bunch of ripe jackfruit. I feel jacked up, you know, like it was really good for me type thing. Um, so and it's actually my birthday tomorrow. So I'm about to uh, go get me some jackfruit. And uh, that's kind of my birthday gift to me. <laughs> because it's so great. Um, so yeah, it's good for you. And you know, it's delicious. So, you know, number four, it tastes delicious. So it's definitely, it's definitely on this list of the top five, the Jack, the jackfruit. However, it, once you become, <laughs> once you become like me, it's like, I've heard of like people becoming like kind of fruit snobs as they get way into it. I'm like, that's stupid. You know, fruits, fruits good. You know, regardless, this fruit is so good that we can grow here in the subtropics. It is 100% true. You become kind of a fruit snob as you like get, you know, deeper in the fruit game. So I will say jackfruit, there are some that are not good. There's one down the street from me and it was producing like crazy. I was like, holy crap, there's a huge jackfruit in her front yard. I left my card. I was like, hey, can I please have one of these jackfruits? I'll buy it from you, whatever it takes. Like, um, would really, really appreciate it. I see you have so many. And she calls me up and she's like, hey, like you could just have one. You know, people are so nice. If you're just like ask first, like and all the time, everyone's just like, take whatever you want. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, people are nicer than, uh, you know, we we think, um, I believe is my belief. So she gave me one and it ended up being gnarly. It was not good at all. Like this chick in, in Costa Rica, I stay with, you know, for a couple of nights, she told me she had insane abundance like hundreds of trees on this mountainside like her and her kids just live off the bananas you know what I mean <laughs> like she was like there's nothing like a a crappy jackfruit and I was like I know like when you have so that I will say it tastes delicious for the most part you know again sometimes you'll get a not so good one or one that wasn't you know fully ripe in the winter time happens sometimes so just make sure you plant good varieties so when you get those good varieties, though, unbelievable. 
you know, in Costa Rica, they actually called it Mil Sabores, I believe, like one of the locals called it that. There's so many names for these things. And that means a thousand flavors because it's just so like the, 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 it's just so the depth of flavors is just ridiculous. So go get yourself a ripe jackfruit. And um, if you, if you're setting up uh, your food paradise down here in South Florida, put jackfruit trees in the ground, get some delicious varieties. So those two are great. That's a great start to the top five. Number three on the list. Um, there's, it's, it ha- I had to do it. It's avocado. You got to have the fats. You got to have the, it's so good. Like we, I think about how many avocados we go through in Palm Beach County a day. It's like freaking insane. People love avocados. I love avocados. Um, you know, it's so delicious, you know, for whatever, you know, vegan tacos, you know, whatever you, whatever you're into, your, your chicken eggs, you know, perfect, perfect in so many applications. It's amazing. I would, I don't think I have to convince anyone that avocado's a great one to have on deck, um, growing in your yard. So it grows great. It does grow well. You don't want it to grow in like a area where it floods. They don't like that. They like well-drained soil. Um, you know, they, so in a lot of these swampy areas in Florida, you probably wouldn't want to grow it. They're used to those drier, you know, higher, you know, plateau. I think that's why they grow well in Mexico. It's not like crazy rainy seasons like here in Florida, but they do grow well. So I will say that they don't look the prettiest, um, but if it's like kind of per- perched up and drains well, they'll grow. They'll do their thing. They'll grow pretty quick and produce pretty quick. So um, they grow well. They produce heavy for sure. And they have a long window of production. This is what I like about the avocado and the next one on the list too, actually. It's a, it has a long window of, of when you could harvest, you know, mangoes are sure thing. And they, you know, you can get a ton of mangoes and freeze them and dehydrate them and just eat them up for like two or three months, like June to August, May to August, you kind of get, you get your mango season in. Avocados, you could have an avocado that fruits in July and uh, an avocado that fruits in like January. So you could like, and then a, a bunch in between, you know, most of them are October, November, you know, kind of that time of year. Um, I mean, amazing ones that fruit in July, you know, so you can have a longer window of, of harvesting. So, you know, I like to have my fruits. Um, that's why I, that's why mulberry didn't make the list. I mean, mulberries are so good for you. Crazy high in antioxidants. You could like eat the leaves on some of them. Like, um, mulberries are great, but the, like, I'm sorry, it didn't make the cut. It's only like two or three weeks. You got mulberries. Yeah, there's some ever-bearing ones that'll produce in other times of year, but I mean, for the most part, it's like, that's it, man. You kind of, you don't get um, a long window. They don't store for a long time. So, I mean, I love mulberries. Don't get me wrong, but it didn't make the top five. So avocados, on the other hand, they will keep on the tree for a long, long time. So it's like, and some, like it's, 
avocados are super impressive in that regard they don't like ripen on the tree like some and then drop and then rot and then they're done and then you're screwed um and you missed your your harvest window or whatever um they're pretty tough man so uh it's cool like i can go way deep into it but my point is in that regard in the production um criteria it has a long like you could have 10 avocado trees one that produces July, one that produces August, two that produce in, you know, September. Two. Like, you could get avocados every day for many months of the year, um, which is a beautiful thing. So this is the knowledge I want to bring to you guys, man, that we could we could grow avocados and uh, cut down our grocery bill, man, and uh, get some, uh, cut down the food miles. So um, avocados number three, got to have it. Number four on the list, I had to do it. It's it's Barbados cherry. I don't, there are some cherries that are way better than Barbados cherry. But again, if you have limited space, if you only have five fruit trees that you can choose from, I'd have to say Barbados. They grow so well. They, they, they produce, they, again, they have a long window. It's like early spring to late fall, pumping out fruits. Like you could just not hold yourself back every day if you had enough trees and, um, and just go in on these. And then number three is probably the main reason why I chose this one. The, for the criteria is it's super high in nutrients. I mean, it's crazy high in vitamin C. They used to, they used to, it used to be like a natural, like, you know, supplement. I th- they might even still sell it in, in pharmacies and stuff. But I know for a fact, it used to be the vitamin C source um, for people, you know, it was like a natural, it was, it, they call it acerola down in the Caribbean. So I, you know, so it's before they like made absorbic acid in the laboratory or however they do it today. Um, but so if you really want to grow your own medicine and you know, which food is medicine, right? Um, you got to have your vitamin C, um, you know, growing in your yard. So like the more I look into it, the more, you know, antioxidants, um, high, high, high antioxidants in your diet is, you know, super important. Um, you know, you got to protect your, you know, we don't have to go that deep, but vitamin C is like, you got to have it. And, you know, it's high in citrus and it's, you know, vitamin C is higher than even citrus, which is chill, which is like, that's where it's at. But I mean, citrus, citrus has a high in vitamin C, but they don't grow so hot anymore organically because the industry brought in all these issues. And we can go into that in another episode. But everyone wants a lime tree and everyone wants a lemon tree. Everyone comes to me and they say, I want a lemon. Um, but it's just unfortunate they don't do well. The big agra in Florida brought in all these problems. Um, so anyways, if you want your vitamin C, you can't get it from, um, you know, when you're from, from, from citrus anymore, if, uh, you want to grow organically. Um, so yeah, that's number four Barbados. That's, they're great. They're delicious. They're just probably not as good as the Grumachama and some of the other Eugenia, but they produce, they freaking do their thing. Um, and they're high in vitamin C. So that one made the list. Um, super long window of harvest, you know, again, like mulberries are good for you too, but it's just gotta be like, it's gotta make all the criteria. I'm sorry. So number five, 
and this one should have probably been number one. This one's so obvious. You got to have banana. So that's that's my list. Mango, jackfruit, avocado, Barbados cherry, and banana. I mean, banana's pretty obvious, you know. It, it's super delicious. The varieties we have here in Florida, too, are insane. Like, if you let them tree ripen, it's the sweetest, most delicious banana in the world. I've been making nice cream like crazy, like, you know, vegan nice cream out of uh, frozen bananas that I grow. It's just out of this world. Like, and if you do smoothies every day, like me every morning, you got to have bananas. So bananas are on the list for sure. They don't take up a lot of space, which is cool. Um, they do need a lot of water and a lot of nutrients, um, unlike many other trees. But um, if you if you do it right and design it right, you could, you know, keep a lot of that water on site, send it to your bananas, um, you know, grow mulch on site, get it to your bananas. You could feed your bananas um, naturally, you know, without bringing in all these freaking weird fertilizers from the big box stores. Um, so you could do it, you know, sustainably, obviously. And uh, they produce, they produce year round, you know, they keep coming. You know, it's not like a season where you only have it, bananas for a month or two. They produce all the time, some are more, more so. Um, they grow great. They don't have pest issues, really, um, at least, you know, in my area. So bananas are on the list, man. So if that, if you are looking for, ideas on what trees to plant in your yard in south florida i hope that content helped i mean i went deep on these fruit trees um again there's so many i mean but these are the top five these are the ones i chose and i feel good about it man they a couple that were kind of probably missing were probably sapodilla i that's an honorable mention i'll throw that one in there black sapote I love black sapote, but um, I don't know. You can't you can't really get sick of these other fruits like you can maybe sapodilla or black sapote. I don't know. They just didn't make the list, you know. I uh, I would say those are the five, man. So you know, I hope you you enjoyed the fruit tree talk as much as me. I uh, I'm way into it. I mean, that's all I think about and do all day long. But I remember my boy, my my friends, uh, Chip and Connor, we were on our way to the other coast to buy some plants last year. And we had this conversation and uh, it was super fun. And I just thought of it and I figured I'd do a episode on it. Um, and I think it brings a lot of value to you guys. Um, if you guys have any other fruit trees you're thinking of, you know, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or email me, um, you know, Instagram at Urban Abundance FL. Um, yeah, let me know your take. Um, I, uh, you know, obviously this isn't across the board and uh, I'm sure everyone has their opinions, but this is, this is what I would put in the ground. Maybe Loqua could be up there too, but I don't know. I like the substantial fruits most, you know, Canistel, but I don't know, man. This these these are these are heavy hitters. It's hard to compete. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think I might you know do veggies next episode. We'll see what's to come. Um, I'm gonna start you know putting out these podcasts more regularly and just you know trying to create a community that uh, um, is really um, 
putting in the work to set up a, an abundant, sustainable lifestyle. Um, you know, as always, try to remember the, the, the five principles. Um, plant daily, support sustainable systems, school yourself, be solution oriented always. And bring the good vibes. That's uh, that's where it's at, man. I hope you guys can uh, incorporate that into your day today. And hey, much love. Until next time, my friends, let's create abundance together.